the Court of Justice of the European Union has imposed a fine of €2.5 million on Ireland for failing to put in place an EU directive on the provision of audiovisual services. Ireland also has to pay a daily penalty of €10,000 for as long as the failure to comply with the directive continues. Responding to the decision in a statement this lunchtime, the Department of Media said Ireland is, quote, completely committed to implementing the directive into Irish law and that full implementation, quote, will be achieved once Commissioner Nemyan adopts online safety and media services codes. Well, Michael O'Doherty is a barrister specialising in internet law and he's on the line now. Michael, thank you for talking to us this lunchtime. Perhaps you might explain to our listeners what, what measures should have been put in place by the authorities here under this directive, the absence of which has led to this fine. Uh, so just by way of background, the Audiovisual Media Services Directive was adopted way back in November 2018. And the main purpose of that was to expand the list of broadcasters who were regulated by EU legislation. Previously, it was traditional broadcasters such as yourselves or video-on-demand broadcasters, Netflix, for example, would have been subject to EU legislation. And the purpose of the directive was to include what are called video-sharing platform services into that. So these are the platforms that allow users to upload content to them, audiovisual content, typically uh, platforms such as YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, and the likes. So the idea was to regulate that type of content as well as the more traditional broadcasting. Now, it being a directive... Um, EU member states were given two years to bring in their own legislation and were given fairly broad discretion as to how they would implement this legislation. Clearly, November 2020 has come and gone, so we are we are way in default of that date. Um, I, there are mitigating reasons why we're in default. Um, I mean, the, 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 the first two things really that have to be done are you first of all have to designate who is a video sharing platform, mm. uh, according to your own opinion. And Ireland only got around to doing that last month in November or sorry, in January of 2024. And they designated 10 platforms. And even that has not been without its problems because two of those platforms, Tumblr and Reddit, have already said they're going to appeal their classification as a video sharing platform. So that might well delay matters. The, the fact that there's a particular focus on Ireland presumably is at least in part explained, I mean, a focus from the point of view of the, the European Union on Ireland is explained presumably at least in part by the fact that many of these platforms are headquartered here, or at least their European operations are headquartered here. Yes, th- that's right. And the important issue about that is that decisions made by Kamashuna Man in relation to the regulation of platforms, of um, video sharing platforms, which have their EU headquarters in Ireland, those decisions will have pan-European effect. So all the other EU member states will be obliged to follow any decision that we make here. That's you know, mm-hmm. why this is so important from an Irish perspective. And what's at stake here is is regulation in terms of harmful content, hate speech, all the issues, the concerns that people have around um, how how these platforms go about their business. Yes, exactly. It's, it's the degree to which these platforms will be obliged to deal with um, hate speech, 
terrorist material, the worst f- times types of um, harmful online material, and the imposition of rules and re- uh, requirements on them to either block the material or to take it down within a certain kind of specified amount of time. And if they don't, potentially the imposition of fines on them for failing to do so. And the other delay is the fact that the the online safety code, which is the rules and regulations under which these platforms will be obliged uh, to operate, that hasn't yet been finalised by the Online Safety Commission either. And the directive cannot be fully transposed until that online safety code, which is currently at a public consultation phase, it can't be fully transposed until that code is in place. Meanwhile, we pay €10,000 a day in, uh, in penalties. Michael, thank you very much for talking to us. That's uh, Barrister Michael O'Doherty. To Belfast next, where a man has been found not guilty of murdering two Catholic workmen who were shot dead by the Ulster Volunteer Force in 1994. James Stuart Smith, who is 57, from Forth River Link in Belfast, had denied the murders of Gary Convey and Eamon Fox. The men were killed as they ate lunch in a car at a building site in Belfast. A key witness in the trial was former UVF man turned loyalist supergrass Gary Haggerty. Well, from all we can talk to our Northern Editor Vincent Kearney, who's on the line, um, Vincent, I suppose, particular focus on this case because it was the, the use of, of the evidence of, of this supergrass. Uh, indeed, Brad, and that was uh, central to this case. Um, before we delivered his verdict this morning, Mr Justice O'Hara went through the key evidence uh, against James Smith. Uh, that was DNA evidence from a, a coat uh, found wrapped around a machine gun uh, used in the murders of Eamon Fox and Gary Convey. Uh, and Gary Haggerty, the, the UVS Supergrass, had said James Smith wore it on the day of the, the shooting. Uh, the judge said he couldn't be satisfied that was actually the case based on the evidence of, of Gary Haggerty. Um, he questioned the reliability and credibility of Gary Haggerty's evidence. In fact, said he had some he had very serious concerns about it. But the key factor we identified in this was a discrepancy between eyewitness accounts and what Gary Haggerty said about the gunman. James Smith is five foot four inches tall. Now the judge said himself that is short for a man. Um, a number of eyewitnesses put the gunman in these attacks are between five foot eight and five foot ten. Uh, one eyewitness described him as a tall, thin man. James Smith is short and stout. Uh, and the, the judge, Mr Justice O'Hara, said he simply couldn't reconcile the, those eyewitnesses accounts and the actual height of James Smith and he said he had significant doubts that Eamon Fox and Gary Convey were murdered by a gunman who was just five foot four inches tall. Mm-hmm. Now, now Gary Haggerty had, had put um, Smith very firmly in the frame for this um, but as I said the judge did just could not reconcile what Gary Haggerty said about the gunman and what eyewitnesses said about mm-hmm. what they saw. And who is Gary Haggerty and how did he come to be this key prosecution witness? Well Gary Haggerty was a former UVF commander in North Belfast. He was also a, a paid um, RUC special branch agent for more than 10 years. He's the most senior lawyer ever to become a so-called supergrass. And what he did, Brian, was he agreed to give evidence against his former uh, colleagues in UVF in return for a much reduced sentence. He, 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 he pleaded guilty to more than 500 offences, including five murders, a series of attempted murders and other very serious crimes. In return for that, he would give evidence. Now, as it turns out, this is the only trial, we understand, where he will be used to give evidence. Um, He was the key prosecution witness, although the prosecution Mm -hmm. itself admitted during the trial it had deep concerns about him. The prosecution themselves described him as deeply flawed. They admitted he was a liar. He often made up accounts that that, that he often diminished his 
his own role in, in terrorist activities. Uh, so the judge uh, today made it clear he was not that impressed with Gary Haggerty at all and could not mm. place any reliability or credibility in what he said. Has there been any reaction from the families of Gary Convey of Eamon Fox? Uh, there, there, there has indeed, Brian. And, and worth pointing out, there were some months on savoury scenes that, that just as the judge delivered his verdict, a small number of supporters of Jane Smith in court um, shouted uh, a bit triumphantly and the judge told them to be quiet. And then James Smith himself and that small group of supporters had to be escorted out of the court building by security staff after taunting the families of, of Eamon Fox and Gary Convey as they left the courtroom. Uh, and outside, a solicitor for the families, Padraig Murray, uh, made it clear how disappointed they are. The Convey and Fox family are devastated uh, by today's uh, verdict. It's been a long journey for them and a very disappointing end uh, to that. And I think this case highlights the deficiencies in the criminal justice system dealing with matters like this, where you're relying on an assistant defender, a convicted criminal, and a notorious UVF unit. That is always going to be highly problematic in a criminal trial.